Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Welcome to another week. Glad you are with me and I hope you're doing well. Look, we all, we all do it. Some of us tend to do it more than others, but none of us are immune to judging others. What does it say about you, about any of us, when we judge someone else in a negative way? And is this the only way that we judge others? Today, I want to talk about judgment and how, if you judge, judge others in a negative way, how it's going to hold you back in ways that you perhaps had never even thought about. The basis of why we judge others is pretty simple, in my opinion. When you aren't right with yourself, you will not only focus on everything outside of you to distract you from focusing on you, but also you're going to find fault with everything outside of you because you avoid looking at what you need to shore up in yourself. Whew, that's a lot. Let me say that again. The basis of why we judge others is simple. When you aren't right with yourself, you will not only focus on everything outside of you to distract you from dealing with yourself, but also you'll find fault with everything outside of you because you avoid looking at what you need to shore up in yourself. I hope this makes sense. So think about the times when you weren't happy in life, in a relationship, in a job, in any time in your life. Are you the kind of person who, when feeling unsatisfied, you make immediate changes or does it take you a while to make connections and then make changes? Or are you a person who's just a negative Nelly, Debbie Downer, and you like to complain about everything, you blame everything on everybody else, and you do nothing to change your life? And there are plenty of people in each of these categories in the world. But think about, in all honesty, which one are you? If you happen to be somebody who has a good amount of insight, then you're likely to be somebody who has the ability to pan back and take a broader perspective uh, and look at your life and particular things that happen in your life. Last week, I had a guest on my show, or maybe it was like two weeks ago. I had a guest on my show who joined me to talk about how our relationships are mirrors for ourselves, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, your life and every single part of it mirrors back to you essentially how you're doing. And when you choose to judge people negatively, you need to take a step back and ask yourself, why are you doing that? Why am I doing that? Why do I need to judge somebody negatively? I'm going to share a few yet imperative questions that you really need to ask yourself when you're thinking about criticizing somebody else or something else. And if you use these questions as your judgments come up, you're going to learn how to steer more clearly of the negativity that you practice and focus on what uh, can make you a happier and more settled person. Wouldn't that be lovely? So here are some of these questions. 
What buttons did someone just push inside you? What about this particular interaction or result affected you so much? What is the truth of you in this situation? What is it that you're really bothered about? And how can you use what just happened to learn something and make your life better? All of that aside, I want to share with you the five ways that judgment impacts you in your life. And maybe you can think of some other ways uh, that it impacts you as well. Um, the more introspective you can be with any topic that I talk about, the better. So what I want you to remember, though, is to work consciously to catch yourself when you are casting blame onto others or being critical of somebody else's behavior. The more you can do that, the more clearly you'll be able to see yourself in the behavior of others. And oftentimes, if you remember what I talked about in that past episode, you know, sometimes people are very concrete mirrors uh, for what we need to show up in ourselves. And sometimes people show up in a particular way that provoke us to um, respond in the opposite way, right? They could be pissed off, short-tempered, uh, and they could provoke that in you, and your job is to have some compassion and patience. Does that make sense? So now that I said that, the behavior that others display, like I said, it's not always a concrete representation of what you need to pay attention to in yourself. Sometimes it is, and the bottom line is your gut will tell you exactly which side of the fence it falls on, right? Uh, whether or not you need to practice the opposite behavior or whether or not you need to uh, cultivate uh, a behavior that they're showing you. Most of the time, though, what we need to pay attention to is what's going on within us at those times that we want to be maybe pissed off at somebody for doing us wrong or offending us, cheating on us or cheating us out of something, lying, any of those kind of uh, negative behaviors that, that bother us. This is where the uh, real marrow of the work that you need to do lives. So please remember that. Anything that happens in your life is for you. So the first way that judgment keeps you stuck is that it keeps you separate from yourself and others. Like I was talking about before, what we don't like in others, we least like in ourselves. Remember, everybody is a mirror for us. Sometimes I just don't want to have to think about that, but it really helps me deal better with what's bothering me and with what I need to shore up in myself. We are all constant works in progress. It does not end. What bothers us in others is what bothers us in ourselves. This is the shadow part of ourselves, the parts that we want to deny, that we want to reject. Oh, I could never be that snobby. Oh, I could never be that arrogant. Oh, I could never be that bitchy. Well, yeah, you can. And yes, you are. If you got it, if you spot it, you got it in some way. So we tend to deny and reject these aspects of ourselves because we would tend to feel embarrassment, shame, if others found out that we too are so deeply flawed. Which, by the way, and I got my hand up beside my mouth like I'm whispering to you, we are all flawed. So we spew our discontent and offense at others so we can avoid taking responsibility for what we're working so hard to hide from others. However, 
Once you decide not to be ashamed of being flawed, the veil of truth becomes thinner and thinner, and you can more easily identify how you can be a, become a more peaceful human being by practicing the lessons that others' bad behaviors have taught you. Make sense? Number two, the second way is that when we judge others, we limit our capacity to form connections that are honest and genuine. Simply said, those who judge others tend to consider themselves better than, right? And when you cast that kind of distinction between yourself and somebody else, you automatically feed into your desire to feel better about yourself by putting somebody else down. We all do it. We all look at other people uh, in such superficial bullshit ways. And if that's something that you do, pay attention to that because a homeless person is no more deserving uh, of uh, indulgence and abundance um, and vice versa than you are. You are no more deserving. Everybody is deserving. And it never works, I'll tell you what, putting somebody else down. And karma, let me tell you, if that's something you practice, karma's going to bite, bite you in the ass with that when the time comes. So if you want to shore up your karma, in, in a moment that you decide to be critical of somebody, ask for forgiveness, course correct. And you know, offer that person a blessing, even if you don't tell them directly. The more humble we can be about our own flaws, the easier it will be to move away from judging others' flaws. We are all flawed because we are human. And even the most pious people struggle with something. Did you ever think of that? The gurus of the world struggle big time. No one is immune to being flawed. So find some way to practice compassion for others and for yourself too, so that you don't have to be the jerk that you become sometimes uh, when you aren't feeling good about your life. The third way that judgment keeps us stuck is that you might unfairly cast a label onto somebody else that isn't warranted. Listen, everyone brings their shit to the table. I won't deny that. And it's, a very, tr it's very true that people show who they are, who they really are in your dealings with them. Now, there are those who are really manipulative. They're very toxic and who are masterful con artists who draw us into believing they are one way when they're not. But you also need to look at why you're drawn to a person like this. What part of you is looking to be manipulated into thinking something? What are you looking for? You have a need for love, for money, for affection, for acceptance. There are some really good con artists out there, and we never have a red flag about them. But most of the time, our gut tells us that something is off. But speaking to this third point, unwarranted judgments tend to stem more often from your stuff than from somebody else's behavior. Remember, it all comes back to you because you're the common denominator in your life. It is possible, or let me ask you this question, is it possible that you can give somebody a second chance to show you a different side of themselves? Maybe this person had a shit day and took his frustration or her frustration out on you is it possible that somebody could do that and not mean to be hurtful and not mean to be malicious? Yeah, sure is. Now, one of the most effective ways that I know to step aside from judgment 
And to be able to stay connected to others is to rise above what you see and what you interpret as experiencing and just to be kind. Times are hard these days and most people don't have the intention to be offensive. So why not show others more compassion and kindness to ward off negativity, give people a break. The minute you extend kindness to others, something magical happens. Those hardened people soften, maybe not in front of your face, maybe afterwards, and the interaction can most likely turn around into something positive. So I encourage you to try it. The fourth way that judgment keeps you stuck is that it keeps you from showing who you really are. Yeah, when we judge other people, we are showing a part of who we are. But this part that we show is more about protecting ourselves first rather than opening up ourselves and being vulnerable, sharing ourselves. In order to be vulnerable, you have to own your own flaws too. There is a saying that when you point your finger, when you point one finger at somebody, you have three fingers pointing back at you. Go ahead. Point your finger and see how your hand positions itself. See those three fingers pointing back? If you spot it, you got it, as the saying goes. Our life here on earth is to uncover the essence of who we are, the greatness, and the world around us. And when we judge others, we limit our capacity to become genuinely curious enough to widen our lens about who we encounter and what we experience in life. When we judge others, we shut them off from us and we shut ourselves off from them. This is the fifth way that judgment harms you. If you spend all of your time judging others for their flaws, you miss out on learning about others and others' lives. And you also miss out on letting go of your own assumptions about how people need to be. And you also rob other people of learning about you. So think of your thoughts as alerts to how well you're doing you. If you tend to have more negative thoughts about other people, chances are that you aren't doing the work you need to do to be a happier person. Take a step back when you think you're better than somebody else or when you talk down to someone or react with anger or find offense in how somebody looks, how they walk, how they dress, how they talk, how they think, how they respond. Look, intolerance is easy to access. It keeps us feeling better then. Tolerance and acceptance, on the other hand, is not only a far greater asset to have, but it also allows you to have a more peaceful life overall. It's not so hard. Here's your homework. Write down a list of the things that offend you of others and why. Then look at how you can work on those things inside yourself that are so sensitive to that. Why are you so sensitive to those particular behaviors? There's something that you have to shore up in yourself, whether it's a sense of trust in yourself that you can provide safety and certainty, whether it's uh, trust in yourself that you can protect yourself. Because when you realize that uh, your experiences are determined by you, and then no matter what anybody else does, you create pain or pleasure in your life by choosing how you feel about something, then the beauty is, is the ball is in your court. Typically, you'll be working on patience, compassion, 
forgiveness, kindness, and love. And you know what? We are all here to work on those things. Everyone will always circle back to these elements of our humanness. Every single interaction you have is teaching you one of these virtues. So the next time you judge somebody, look at the list of what the opposite reaction needs to be. If you judge them as, let's say, for example, you see an obese person and they disgust you. I hear that a lot. It's not right, but people judge. Then you got to look at yourself and ask yourself, why am I so unacceptable to me? What is it that you detest in yourself? Whether it's your imperfection, whether it's your rigidity, or your inability to be disciplined, your inability, not the other person. Maybe you, when you judge somebody, you need to learn patience, compassion, forgiveness, kindness, generosity, love. And then you start interacting from other, to, with others from these places. Who are you that you think you can judge people so harshly and think that you're fine. I'm telling you, you ain't. So when you do these things, when you come from these beautiful places, patience, compassion, forgiveness, kindness, generosity, love, I promise you, your life will become gentler and you won't have to try so hard to prove your significance to anybody which is really the bottom line of what you're doing. You'll have better interactions. You will be able to give of yourself if somebody else is having a bad day. And let me tell you, you will not take life so personally. I hope today has been helpful. I hope that it has pushed you to really think about how judgy pants you are. And if that's the case, then you need to really look at uh, what you need to shore up in yourself. But I send you love as you do that. It's not easy. This work, uh, this human work is just not easy. Um, but I hope these podcasts help. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week. And as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.